0: My friends, how are you doing today? I am really thrilled and honored to be here with you. And as we get started, I want to do our community shout out to Sid August, who left a review on iTunes. Thank you. Thank you. Not only does this help me get to know who our people are in our community, it also helps others to figure out, does this show where I want to spend my time? So Sid August left a review and said, Corinne has a soothing mother's voice. I started listening to her when I would drive up and down the California coast for college. It almost makes me feel like I'm at home. And she put a heart. Oh, thank you so much. I love that I'm your companion while you're driving around and up and down the beautiful coast of California. And I'm wondering, I'm totally curious, like, where do you go to school and how old are you? And I love that, that we are in a different demographics and here you are and find the value of the show in your life. So Sid, thank you so much. Yippee, Skippy, you. For the rest of you, I can't wait to hear what you have to share about you and how this show has made an impact on your life. So go to iTunes. There's a link in the show notes and you can leave a review. And if you've already left a review, make sure you subscribe to the show. That way you never have to waste any brain juice on remembering, oh no, I need to go download. It will already be there. And it's so much easier to go ahead and play once it's already downloaded on your phone. Today, I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite topics that can be often quite controversial because people are like, you said what? And it's the topic of approval whoring. And we like to talk about and say, oh, let's call people pleasing because that sounds really nice, right? Like we shouldn't be people pleasing, but really shouldn't we be people pleasing? It sounds very, very nice. And you may not want to be a people pleaser, but it's kind of hard not to when you identify as a people pleaser because it sounds nice. I've said it again. So years ago, I had a listener who also read my emails that I would send out, and she emailed me back one day and said that I needed to stop using approval whore because the word whore was derogatory. And I had to think about it because the old me was an approval whore. And there was almost this internal knee-jerk reaction of, oh my gosh, she's right. Like I have a listener that's unhappy. I must change stop right there, Corinne. And I had to think about it. And I gave myself permission to think about it, not respond. I didn't, even though, you know, we have these kind of general rules of, and I've broken them all now, but if somebody sends you an email, you need to respond. I can't keep up with it to begin with. And because there's way too many emails for me to respond and I've let that rule go. But back then, this was many, many years ago. I had to really think about it. And I gave myself that permission, like, calm down, think about it. Is it really true? And yes, whore is very derogatory and I would never want to be perceived as one. And I thought about, okay, why approval whore? And why did I lean on that versus people pleasing? People pleasing sounds really nice. I was like, oh, but I want to be nice kind of, except if you walk all over me or except if you think I'm supposed to bring you cupcakes on your birthday, because that's not going to happen. So I thought about it and I was like, okay, but what about approval whore? And the reason that approval whore was so compelling for me and was because I don't ever want to be a person who would sell myself out to gain the approval of others. And it would really make me kind of wake up instead of like allow myself to unconsciously go about doing something. It allowed me to stay alert and awake as I was doing things, as I was saying yes to stuff, as I was almost performing for other people to get them to like me. Because I don't want to be a person who sells myself out. But because I'm a recovering approval whore, I was doing that for a long period of my life because it was my hustle to fit in. It was my hustle to feel safe. It was, ooh, who do you need me to be? Let me be that. So then therefore you will accept me. Some of it's what I've learned growing up culturally, there's cultural programming of who I'm supposed to be. Some of it was me putting things together to try to figure out. And the big thing was that we use approval whoring as a way to disconnect from shame. And so because I didn't even understand what shame was at the time, it was this god awful feeling that I didn't want to have anything part of. And so it was easier to go into that kind of easier. It's kind of like binge eating is easier, but then the resent and the regret afterwards doesn't feel good. Well, the same thing with approval whoring, it may feel a little bit easier because, Oh, and then maybe you're getting that approval. They're smiling at you. You think they like you, but it may all be fake. And then afterwards you're like, Oh, I feel so dirty. I need to go take a shower because I just sold myself out on how will somebody else perceive me? Do they like me without even first saying, do I like them? Do I like who I am being? Is this really me? And it can be exhausting to not be you. And then you say, I just want to stay home because why go out and face the world? And then, then you have to deal with that. So the old me, when this email had come in would have knee jerked. Oh my gosh, she's so right. And there was, I like, I had a bit of shame when I've got the email. I'm over it. So don't worry, you guys, I'm not story fondling it. I'm just using this as an example because this writer this woman who wrote in to me was a great teacher for me. I don't know who it is. I wish I did. But she was a great teacher for me because she came in and had a courageous question. And she's right. Whore is derogatory. I am a feminist. Like I wear t-shirts that say, well behaved women, really make history. Or I have the all women deserve it. What is it? Have a seat at the table, belong with the seat at the table, RBG. I love quotes on shirts. They're one of my favorite things that bring me a lot of joy. And I understand that whore is derogatory and I'm not one to use the other word, bitch. I mean, I don't like to call myself that or friends that, but for some reason, this really was appealing to me. And it's not for some reason, it's for what I said. It was a way for me to stay awake and alert because that's not who I want to be. So if you find yourself like going, oh yeah, I call myself a people pleaser, but really I'm an approval whore. I'm selling myself out to gain the approval of other people. And I don't want to do that. I want to play by different rules. And what you want to do is play by your rules. So how do you stop? I have a bunch of steps here, eight steps of how to stop the approval whore. I call it the approval whore recovery because I'm a recovering approval whore. One is, and this is really, really important. It seems so tedious, but you must recognize that you're an approval whore. Just own it. Like, wow, this is what I'm doing. Own it. Number two, stop judging yourself for being an approval whore. Judgment. Is just more armor and it doesn't resolve anything. It weighs you down. It gives you this opportunity to beat yourself up. Like my clients sometimes get do this. They're like, well, I know better, so I shouldn't be doing this. I'm like, okay, you know that you don't wanna be an approval whore and you did it. And that was just your go to reflex. Now that you did it, the next time you get in this situation, just remind yourself of, I'm gonna do it differently. And I can tell you this I have been in front of task force when I was doing work. And all of a sudden did the song and dance. And I remember standing there, and this was like, I don't know, five or seven years ago. And I stood there and I was doing the song and dance because I wanted other people to perceive me as smart. And I'm like, oh my gosh, Corinne, you are hustling. You are approval whoring. And here you're a recovering approval whore. And that's why I call it recovering because you're always recovering. And just remember that when you step into it, it's because you're trying to disconnect from shame. It's that voice of, Oh, are you really good enough? Or are you too much? And instead of like, well, here's my opinion. Here's what I have to offer. Maybe you guys will agree. Maybe you won't. It's way more fun or easier to do it that way. Okay, so the first one is recognize that you're an approval whore. The second is stop judging yourself from being an approval whore. The third is, and it's what I was talking about, be compassionate with yourself because compassion is the biggest motivator for change. And compassion doesn't mean you sit on the couch, you watch Netflix, and you eat a bunch of bonbons. Compassion is being really reflective, just like I demonstrated when I was standing there in front of the room presenting, and I was more concerned about what other people were thinking than of what I was delivering. I wasn't grounded in myself, and I was hustling. And I saw that, I recognized it, and I said, oh, Karim, we can stop this. You just deliver your message. How it's perceived, how it's taken is frankly none of your business that is compassion. There's boundaries, there's perspective taking that's going on. I'm being kind to myself, right? So there's also empathy that's in there because the perspective taking, but I'm being kind to myself, right? And I'm realizing that there may be these thoughts in my head, but I don't have to attach to them. So number four is know why you're doing the approval whoring right? Approval whoring is one of the strategies that we use to disconnect from that feeling of shame. And shame is that voice of you're not enough. Who do you think you are? You're too much. It's that feeling that leads to our disconnection that leads and threatens our place of belonging. So when I'm trying to belong in this group and I'm like, okay, these are all really smart people. I must show them I'm smart too. And who wants to be shown that really? Think about it. We never like it when people do that for us. It doesn't feel authentic. But then what I did was I drove up and I dialed up that approval whoring to like, let me show you how intelligent I am. Never feels very good. And it doesn't feel good to be on the other side. Let me please you, right? Let me get you to perceive me in a manner that is more acceptable to you. (laughs) Well, what about to me? The other part is how can I make you happy? Even if that means I sell myself out. So know why you're doing it. I just gave you some examples. Number five is before you automatically agree with someone to gain their approval. Stop. Just like I did with the person who wrote the email There was that knee jerk like, oh my God, I'm feeling shame. This feels horrible. I need to reply and tell her, oh, you're absolutely right. It is derogatory. I'm a feminist. And let me explain to you, you know, all the reasons why I would never be derogatory towards women. But instead, stop. Think about what you're thinking about. Think about what you believe. Think about why you do things. Think about why you feel a certain way. Think about it. And the other side is that I'm calling myself an approval whore. I'm not calling other people. I'm just saying, this is what I'm doing because I'm trying to change the behavior. I'm saying, this is not behavior that I want to practice. This is not behavior I want to be. I'm not saying it's good or bad. There's not judgment. It's just not aligned with who I am or who I want to be. Number six is give yourself permission to speak what is true for you and own it. So when that reader asked me to stop using the word whore, remember I thought about it for a few months. I thought about why I felt compelled to use the word whore. And I knew that if I use people pleaser, for me, it would be less impactful. And I, because I would just be like, oh yeah, people pleasing. So nice. It's pleasing. My brain is not awake with that. That's just my brain. Sometimes I say I'm pretty dense. And I don't want to be someone who sells herself out for the approval of others. So therefore the approval whore as a term provides me with a jolt of who I don't want to be. I'm not saying for you, for some of you, this is going to resonate for some of you. like, this isn't a problem. I can say, stop people pleasing. And I move on for some of you. You're like, Oh my gosh, approval whoring. Absolutely. So give yourself permission to speak what is true for you and own it. And this lets me go back to, I've talked about that Bruce Springsteen South by Southwest uh, keynote that he talks about where he says, believe you're the baddest ass in town and that you suck. We own all of it. Perfection or how we want to be perceived of only the good things, then we're trying to hide the quote bad things, right? And we're not good and bad. We have strengths, we have flaws, we we have strengths, we have weaknesses, we all do. And so this is a part of me that I go to, and a lot of it was programming of who I was supposed to be, because I can tell you this, when I was that little five-year-old You know, doing my Korean dance and song and dance out on the playground while I was playing hopscotch, I wasn't worried about how it was perceived. I was just fully me. And my journey now is to get back to that five year old who just was proud of who she was, didn't mind singing a different language, having two ponytails in her head, in her overalls with her red long sleeve shirt, not understanding that we were poor, any of that stuff. I was just being me and I was doing it because it felt good and I wasn't hurting anybody. That's what I want us to get to our authentic selves. Number seven is be willing to feel the shame instead of trying to shield yourself from it. And so that's exactly when that email came through. I was like, Oh God, this feels horrible. Let me just let her know she's right and I'm wrong. And then I can be done and run away from it. And I'll let her think that she's right. I'm wrong. And I'll beat myself up and I'll just approve to her. And then I will never say it again. Instead, in those couple months while I was sitting there in that space thinking about it, it wasn't every hour of the day. It wasn't every minute, but I would think about it and let it percolate and I had a soft focus around it. And what happened is that I had to feel the shame. So when I didn't respond, I had to sit with the shame. I had to feel it. You know, that queasiness in my tummy, the tightness around my chest and my neck. I had to feel it. the kind of the shoulders drooping down, the flush face. That's what I had to feel and sit with. And guess what? I could feel that feeling and be okay. That is amazing. That right there is worth the experience of feeling shame because I knew that I could move through it. I have the sign in my kitchen that's one of the things I love. It says, we can do hard things. Like I need to have another sign that says, I can feel shame and live through it, right? We can feel shame. We don't need to fondle it and live in the swamp land and have shame storms that we just continually perpetuate, but be able to feel it and move through it. So instead of shielding myself, instead of using these strategies of approval whoring to disconnect from feeling of shame, I can feel it, feel it in my body, understand like, Oh no, she may not like this. Oh, she thinks I'm being derogatory towards women or I could be disempowering towards women, right? Instead it's, well, what do I believe? And what happens is when I check in with that, I shift from feeling shame to actually feeling more confidence. Back then, it took me a couple of months to get there in this particular scenario that I'm talking about. Now I can feel the shame and be with you in that experience of feeling the shame and remembering what it felt like and I can move through it and I can sit here in a place of confidence. And I'm really confident about this is a term for me. I'm not saying it's a term for you. This is a term for me. And it actually reminds me to move forward. So when I approve a horror myself, I let the shame last a lifetime. When I can feel the feeling, I'm able to move through it. Number eight is own your story and love yourself instead of trying to get others to love you because you're selling yourself out to them. It goes back to Bruce, the boss, right? Believe you're the baddest ass in town and you suck. Like if you go, yes, I suck. Well, okay. It kind of takes away other people's power, right? Like we know this whole range when we can just own it and say, yep, that you're right. This is true. And it's not even, yep, you're right. Like I'm an approval, but I'm getting your approval. It's I own my entire story. I own all of me. There are things that I'm great about and there's things that I have weaknesses. And when I do that, I actually feel more confident because I'm not trying to hide the worst of me and only present the best of me. So when we do this, this is when we end up being on the other side of shame. So I'm going to go through these really quick again. The first one is recognize that you're an approval whore. The second one is stop judging yourself for being an approval whore. The third one is be compassionate with yourself. That's being kind, realizing you're not the only one and being mindful of the stories that you tell yourself and the feelings that you're feeling. The fourth one is know why you're doing this. And we do this because we're trying to disconnect from the feeling of shame. We're trying to shut that feeling down because it feels so horrible. The fifth one is before you automatically agree with somebody to gain their approval, stop and think about what it is that you believe. Number six Give yourself permission to speak what is true for you and own it. I'm owning it. Not everybody is going to agree with what I have to share here today. That is okay, my friend. We can still love each other. We can still be together, but we don't have to agree. The Dalai Lama and Archbishop Tutu in the Book of Joy don't agree on everything and they love each other. They consider each other dear, dear friends, lifelong dear friends but they don't agree with everything. They can disagree and you never know. They may get swayed and you never know. In five years, I may say, you know, people pleasing is just fine. For me today in 2019, approval whoring is where I stand. It's okay. Number seven, be willing to feel the shame instead of trying to shield yourself from it. Feel it, feel it in your body. Where are you feeling it? Is it fast or slow? Is it hard or soft? Is it prickly or smooth? Do you see a color? Those are questions that I ask my clients all the time so that they can get connected to the feelings in their body. And here's the thing. Some of my clients see colors. I do not. Some of my clients don't see colors. There's no right or wrong answer. It's just a way for you to tap in to what you're feeling, and. Number eight is own your story and love yourself instead of trying to get others to love you by selling yourself out. I am so grateful for the email from that reader who wrote into me and really questioned me about my choice of words. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There's so much beauty in that. That was a courageous email that she wrote and I just so appreciate it. Because she was my teacher. She helped me get really clear on what I believe and what I'm comfortable with the name and what I need to help me remain awake in my life. So thank you for the email, my dear reader. As I close up the show, I invite you, stop selling yourself out. Whether you call yourself a people pleaser or a recovering approval whore, stop selling yourself out. You have so much more value to offer this world stop selling yourself out. Let people perceive you the way they do. You can't control it. And we are so concerned about how people perceive us or don't perceive us. And those are shame triggers. And we don't like to be in shame to begin with. So let them perceive you the way that they do. Instead, you be you. It requires less energy. It requires less drama in your life. And you get to show up and be you. And then you get to go home and sleep really well that night. I have an awesome opportunity for you to save your brain juice. Go subscribe to this show in iTunes or whatever medium that you use. That way the show is always there waiting for you and you don't have to waste any precious brain juice to remember of, oh, I need to go find it. Where is it? Or wait for it to download. It'll be there waiting for you. Go hit subscribe the link is in the show notes I'm smiling big for you On a lake, she is dreaming she is drifting never been so wide awake.